Hello, and welcome back to the Test Drive Podcast, brought to you by Sport Car USA. I'm your host, Lee Baudet. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to our Test Drive Podcast number 32. I'm Lee Baudet, your host. I've been a radio broadcaster for over 40 years. I host the series called Test Drive on the YouTube channel. I'm the front man and host of Sport Car USA and a car enthusiast, of course, my entire life. With me, as usual, is Scott Nickerson from Sport Car USA. Hello there, Scott. How's it going, Lee? It's going great. It's going great. We've uh, had a busy 2023, and this is our third year of being with Sport Car USA, the new creation of Sport Car USA. Thought it'd be kind of fun to reminisce a little bit during this podcast 32 about some of the YouTube videos that we've done. Tell us a little bit more about that, Scott. Yeah, well, last year, as many of you know, we're in Vermont, so it's kind of hard to do any content creation outside in the winter months. So we kind of game planned and thought of some things we could do to kind of up our presence uh, on a national scale, so to speak. And a lot of longer form content is is out there, but we wanted to kind of put our spin on it. And we came up with uh, our test drive series on YouTube, which is kind of where this podcast kind of branched out of. Yeah, yeah, baby um, sister. Yeah. So <laughs> we would basically go in, find some vehicles we have in inventory, and just kind of do a deep dive into the history of those vehicles. And we had, uh, I think, five or six episodes that we did last year, and maybe we'll do some more this year. Yeah, a lot of fun, that's for sure. Uh, it's it's just so much uh, fun getting inside of a vehicle and just driving it and talking as you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this format is not new. It has been done by a few others, of course, throughout the country. And we had some interesting vehicles, and our research department did an amazing job because I'm a real car guy, you're a car guy, but the knowledge that we attained from that research department that we have. I learned a lot of stuff. I, yeah, I learned a, a heck of a lot of stuff. Yep. No question about it. And stuff that's just like not anything that you'd ever think right. about. Like, you know, right. so how certain things got their names and the yeah. origins of various products. It's right. kind of cool. So we try to make our podcast different every week, obviously, so you people will keep in tuned and, and listening to our podcast. We thought it would be fun just kind of going back to those test drive series and reminisce a little bit mm-hmm. about the not just driving the car, but the facts about those particular vehicles, where they started from, and how they evolved throughout the years. Yeah, it's going to be a little more of an educational podcast yeah, this week. Absolutely, absolutely. So, with that said, I want to delve into the Dodge Charger. Yeah. Which is not going to be around much longer, is it? No, they're stopping production here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Which, it's unfortunate. It's one of my favorites that we've had. It is. We had a blast driving that vehicle. It's a four-door machine. Mm -hmm. I I call it the police car. Yeah. Because if you're driving down the road and you see a Dodge Charger with kind of dark windows and the black rims, Mm -hmm. you're wondering, is that a cop or is that not a cop? I think I'll slow down anyhow. There's a couple in uh, this area. Yes, there's there are. some undercovers that are chargers. Yeah, we're in northern Vermont, so yeah. uh, they're everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yes. So let's see what that Dodge Charger YouTube test drive is all about. In today's episode, we're going to be checking out the 2022 Dodge Charger Hellcat Widebody. What's the fastest sedan in America? That would be the Dodge Charger. The first Dodge Charger Widebody came out in 2020 with 717 horsepower. 
Back in the early 1960s, it seemed like every car manufacturer was looking for the next pony car. Dodge came up with the Dodge Charger. Well, this flag of sports car spirit in luxury car style. Custom features on Charger the standard. Buckets fore and aft. Tack up front. Center sports console. Hideaway headlights. Tail light across the stern. Don't miss the boat. Rendezvous with new Dodge Charger. The Dodge Rebellion wants you. Then in 1987, they discontinued the Dodge Charger for about a 20-year period. In 2006, the Dodge Charger came back in its sixth generation. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dodge Charger is back. In 2011, the Dodge Charger had a makeover. It was a redesign introducing us to the seventh generation Dodge Charger. More options, more power, and really reflects the car that we're looking at today. A lot of people are curious as to how car manufacturers come up with names for vehicles. Like the Hellcat, where did Hellcat come from? It goes all the way back to World War II. Back in World War II, there was a Grumman, that's G-R-U-M-M-A-N, F-6F aircraft. It was known for its power and agility, and that was the perfect name for Dodge's Hellcat. This plane was an American fighter aircraft from World War II. But a name is one thing, and being it is another. There were still plenty of things to be decided. I'm cut out to fly better and climb faster than anyone else and to take off with the shortest run possible to have plenty of nerve and skill right there. That's me. The first F6F ever made. And you can call me Hellcat for short. A lot of people are going to do that. I'm proud of that name. Tried and tested, fit as only a Hellcat is, and ready for their life over the sea. When did the first Hellcat arrive? It came out in 2015 as a Dodge Challenger Hellcat. In 2018, they made a Dodge Challenger Hellcat widebody. And then in 2019, they were teasing us a little bit that the Dodge Charger Hellcat widebody was on its way. And sure enough, in 2020, the Dodge Charger Hellcat widebody was produced. Some of you may remember, some of you not, that back in the 60s, the Dodge Charger was used in NASCAR races, most notably the Daytona 500. This is the Daytona International Speedway, scene of the 11th annual Daytona 500. And on a perfect day for racing, the largest sports crowd ever to watch an event in the southeastern part of the United States is here today. 
In car number 71, in a 69 Charger, Bobby Isaac, outside pole, first row, and Buddy Baker, the inside pole sitter, also in a 69 Charger, car number three. Leroy Yarbrough and Charlie Glutzbeck practically bumper to bumper, and Charlie almost gets by on the inside. When I was growing up, the Dodge Charger was a must-have vehicle. It was a two-door, really sporty car. And then I remember back in the 80s, the early 80s, they actually came back with a hatchback edition of the Dodge Charger. And I'm thinking, what did they do? Now, when Chrysler hired Lee Iacocca, everybody thought it was their last hurrah, before they slid into bankruptcy, that is. As it turns out, Iacocca brought along a few heavy-duty weapons with him to Chrysler, his years of product know-how from Ford, and a bunch of Ford executives as well. After all, Iacocca was the father of the Mustang, cramming showrooms full of spiffy models to draw attention to their much more mundane but higher-volume offerings. One of the first things the Ford alumni did was drop Chrysler's brand new 2.2 liter four banger into the 024 TC3. They also added this cosmetic only hood scoop. Now for 1983, they've improved the engine, giving it a full 10 more horsepower for a total of 94. All this naturally calls for new names, something more in keeping with the car's new image. So the TC3 becomes the Plymouth Turismo and the 024 is now this Dodge Charger. That's when everybody was kind of downsizing their vehicles. Most manufacturers felt that because the energy crisis was upon us that we have to get smaller and more efficient, kind of like in today's market, right? But when they came up with the four-door design of the Dodge Charger, at first I'm thinking, that can't be a Dodge Charger if it's four doors. But you know what? They did a really, really nice job way back in 2011, and the Dodge Charger looks very, very sharp. Really clean lines. Hellcat emblem on the side. You'll see a lot of these on the road as police vehicles. If you own this Dodge Charger Hellcat, don't be surprised if cars around you start slowing down for two reasons. Number one, it's a really cool looking car. Number two, they probably think you're a police officer. This vehicle has a great throaty sound to it. It has the paddle shifters. As most cars now are going to the automatic transmission, most sport cars are going to the automatic transmission for the most part. And they'll put these paddle shifters on, which kind of, kind of makes you pretend that it's a manual transmission at times, if that's such a thing. Plenty of headroom, I'm six foot two. I've got plenty of headroom. No problem there at all. The seats are very, very comfortable. I've never had a Dodge Charger before. I did own a 2016 Dodge Challenger. Obviously, much less horsepower than this Dodge Charger has. This Dodge Charger has two keys, the black key and the red key. Now, the black key is going to be around 500 horsepower, which is plenty for me. But if you really want to go into launch mode, try the red key. That will get you going at 717 horsepower. Wow.
There are a lot of vents on this car. You can look at the front of the vehicle and also on the hood. They're all fully functional and they're designed, of course, to cool and to feed the engine of this vehicle. I love the comfort and the stitching on this Dodge Charger and also the really nice carbon fiber trim around the shifting knob. Large Brembo brakes surrounded by low-profile Pirelli tires. Heated mirrors, blind spot monitoring. Very safe car. And it needs to be with that amount of horsepower. It feels so good to be in the cockpit of this Dodge Charger Hellcat widebody. You're used to most sport cars as being two-seaters. This particular one, of course, is a four-door. Now, way back when, when I was growing up, actually, the Dodge Charger was a two-door. And when they first came out with the idea of going with a four-door, I was thinking, well, how's that going to look? I just can't imagine that looking real great. But they really, really honed their skills in 2011. In 1979, there was a very popular TV show called The Dukes of Hazard, featuring Bo and Luke Duke. Many people feel the star of the show was actually the 1969 Dodge Charger. Why did they go through so many cars? Because on TV, you saw the General Lee, which was the name of the Dodge Charger, flying through the air. And unfortunately, many of them did not survive. Many other car manufacturers are starting to make more fuel-efficient vehicles, but Mopar, they had other plans. is considered a sports car, you'll find that this car is very comfortable and it has many amenities to it. Some that you wouldn't even expect to find, like cooled seats and heated seats. It has a really nice touch screen, a good size uh, backup camera. This car has all the amenities. It is so comfortable to sit in. The seats are really contoured beautifully, beautiful stitching as well, and they're very, very comfortable. And this is a, really a four adult seating car, whereas most sport cars you're going to get two seats and then maybe a little baby backseat like a Mustang or a Camaro. This is just a really sharp looking car. A lot of people ask, why did Dodge come up with a wide body concept? 
Well, with a wide body, you're obviously going to have wider rims and tires, the wheel wells are going to be wider, and you're going to have better stability, traction, and power delivery. This Dodge Charger Hellcat Widebody has a supercharged 6.2-liter V8 with 717 glorious horsepower. When I first got in this vehicle today, I was kind of surprised to see that they left me the red key and not the black key. The red key, of course, that's the one I want. This is a car that you feel comfortable riding with your family in. But when you drop the kids off at school, it's all you, baby. Well, I guess I better get out of here before I find myself getting into a little bit of trouble. There you have it, another great edition of Test Drive, brought to you by Sport Car USA, a handy cars company. I would say this 2022 Dodge Charger Hellcat Widebody checked out just fine. We hope you learned a lot today about the Dodge Charger and its storied history. We even found out where the Hellcat name came from. On Test Drive, you get to see many modern muscle cars. And believe it or not, most of them are for sale. All you have to do is go to sportcarusa.com and check out their entire inventory. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed, please subscribe. And we'll see you next time on Test Drive. Well, there were some interesting facts there, weren't there, Scott? For sure. Lots Absolutely. Of good stuff. Yes. We want to thank everybody for listening to our Test Drive podcast, number 32. Looking forward to number 33. And if you liked what you saw today and heard today on our Test Drive podcast, give us a shout. How do they do that? Yeah. Leave a comment on the video, either Facebook, YouTube email call us any way you can we'll we'll love to hear from you yeah and we're going to play some more of those clips for the foreseeable future mm -hmm. because they are very interesting and a lot of knowledge there i'm lee bodette your host this is scott nickerson from sport car usa we want you to be sure to check out our test drive series on youtube we'll see you next time on our next podcast our test drive podcast which is usually on friday afternoons that's when we release it and remember let's never forget the men and women serving this great country of ours goodbye everybody